Daddy, Daddy, it's the 4th of July! That's right, son. But I'm bored, and there's nothing to do. Well, there's plenty of things to do, like go outside, watch the fireworks. Or you could join Audible and choose from over 475,000 different audiobooks to listen to on this great day of our country. For a limited time, Audible's offering everyone a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com VHP and browse the crazy selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. Earn your independence today by going to audibletrial.com VHP. Oh, Uncle Kyle, you silly goose. <laughs> Hello, guys and gals, and welcome back to the Vacant House podcast, where thoughts turn into banter. As always, I'm Kyle Bargo, and I'm joined by two of my favorite people on this planet Earth, Hayden Snook and Spike Salter. This episode, we have a lot to catch you up on from this past weekend, and I mean a lot. I think I can speak for everyone when I say it was a hectic, action-packed, but fun-filled weekend. So instead of having something else lined up that we gear into, we're just going to do our best to paint this weekend interview for you all. So I guess we'll start with what's new today, and not this weekend quite yet, before diving in. Spike? What is new with me? There is nothing really new today. I had to work on July 4th, so that was awesome. Um, but yeah, Beer Fest was a lot of fun. And I know we'll get more into that and our not-so-diverse breakfast picks of going to Denny's twice. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that that's not true. too bad, right? No. I mean, we could have went to, uh, what was the diner called that had Nadine's. like three seats? Well, no, it could have been Nadine's. We also went to the, the micro oh, diner. They wanted us to go to that yeah. micro diner, and, and we look in the window, and there's like three seats to the entire restaurant. Yeah, so that would have been... I'm glad we chose Denny's, but if it was a smaller group of us, Nadine's is a must. Nadine's, for anybody who doesn't know, Nadine's in Pittsburgh is a little hole-in-the-wall dive bar, whatever you want to call it, but it is incredible. Incredible food, and it's actually one of the only breakfast places that I've ever seen that like it's full bar service all the time. So you could literally get a Miller light with your breakfast if that's what you're into. So oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Cause they don't, they don't have that anywhere back home really. Yeah. If not at all. You would do that. You would be considered an alcoholic, a very strong alcoholic, mm-hmm. but yeah, nothing really new with me to be honest. Just uh, excited to go to the Penn state fireworks tonight with Hayden, his family, his mom scored some free tickets and club seating. So I'm excited about that. Hayden, what about you, buddy? Well, I'm going to talk fast because my dogs are barking, but this weekend we're having a family, uh, the annual Snook Family Fourth Fest, and I believe it's like 14 years running now, so it's it's a pretty significant event. My dad loves doing it because everyone comes up and drinks and eats tons of food. We got a whole new palette this year. We got uh, a fryer, so we're going to be having like french fries and hot wings and stuff like that, so... It should be good, and Bargo, don't eat before you come. And Spike, you're obviously not coming because you're not a true friend. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, if you're listening to this and you live in a, the whole way across the country and you want to come, come on by. <laughs> Snook Family Fourth Fest, very inclusive environment. It really is. Mm. It's a great time. It, it, there's many from all different backgrounds, ethnicities, races <laughs> that come to the Snook Family Fourth Fest. Jeez. <laughs> And if you are lucky enough to uh, be behind the bush at the right time, you might get some action. What? You, you might get to see some titties. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Oh <my> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of backstory for – I feel like there's always – every year that at least I've gone, there's always been a big happening. At the there's Snook something. Force Fest. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. For sure. I mean – I mean – Yeah. You can, you can buy I already know what and... this one's coming I already know what this year's is going to be, but I'll, I'll let it as a surprise for you, Bargo. Oh. Well, Spike, it, Spike will need to know. He won't be able to experience it because he's not a true friend. So, like, Spike yeah, just tell us now. Afterwards. No, I'm a horrible <laughs> friend. I'm horrible. Oh. Yeah, I'd rather go to Ohio to spend time with family or something. <laughs> you jag. <laughs> I know. I, I'm a terrible person. I mean, how dare I? Hey, I didn't say it. You said it yourself. Well, you so, know, Bargo? inaugural uh inaugural kickball and whatever you were doing yeah so last week obviously this whole this weekend was a lot of, this past weekend i guess i should say 
I guess it's not the weekend yet. It feels like the weekend because we're recording this on the 4th of July. And this is our big banger 4th of July episode where we're not talking about anything but fun and drinking and beer. But uh, the whole past week has been like crazy hectic for me because we moved out from our old house into our new one. Um, and that was literally a day from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Just moving stuff via U-Haul, via my Jeep, everything to where Hayden and Spike and Brittany drove up. And then Ben came afterwards, uh, and it was, you guys probably, I probably beat you there by like 20 minutes, and I was in a terrible mood just with everything. So, I'm glad the weekend was as good as it was, uh, but yeah, so I started playing intramural kickball with a lot of people that I work with, and it's fun. It's very fun. Our first game, we came in with, none of us had played kickball since like elementary school on the Macat, or on, yeah, on like the blacktop. And so we were obviously very rusty. And when we got there, we found out that this Pittsburgh Sports League, the most competitive day in their league, and the most competitive day or league is Wednesdays at Southside, which is what we're in. So we lost 9 nothing. Our lineup was so terrible. So you're in the thick of things, we, Everyone takes it so seriously. Like, the two teams we played so far, like, they don't get chatty until they're up by, like, four or five runs <laughs> so is like, it is this my type of place oh yeah dude you I'd would you in. would you there'd would, be a lot of come on yeah <laughs> oh and trust me it, it happens whenever like it happens from us too but we just aren't good enough to really let it happen a lot <laughs> um but yeah our first game we lost nine to nothing which was really rough um but this week we came in we recruited uh one of the isdrs my program to be the coach so we call him Coach Mike. He brought four clipboards from Target. He broke three of them while yes. we were there. So that was nice. pretty badass. Um, but yeah, we ended up losing this past game yesterday, uh, thirteen to five, which is a one-run improvement from last week. But so, you still, you're, yeah, you're getting there. You're getting. Yeah, there. we're getting there. Um, the biggest, the biggest problem I think with our team, and again, it's it's intramural or it's intramural kickball. Like I want to be competitive. I don't want to just go and lose every single week. But it's also more so about afterwards just going out and drinking with people and hanging out. But it's out. also kickball. <laughs> yeah, it's also ex- – exactly. Well, we were at we were going into Carson City yesterday, and the uh, the doorman, the usher or whatever, was like, oh, he saw our shirts. He's like, oh, what, what sport do you guys play? And I was like, kickball. It's the hardest of the sports. Like, completely joking. He was like, oh, my God, kickball is so easy. I was like, I'm kidding. Kickball is like – because people come in. They do – the PSL offers so much different stuff. And kickball is definitely the one that you can come off the street and just do good at. Because I mean, baseball and softball, I wouldn't fare too well in. Obviously, we know we I know disagree. that from the, the five episodes we've mentioned I, how I terrible I am at baseball. Disagree. Yeah, I think uh, I think you should join the Pittsburgh Driving League. Oh my gosh, you would be the star. <laughs> Pittsburgh Parking League. Oh, Pittsburgh yeah. Parking League. <laughs> that is a disgusting thought. They do have. Uh, they do have some really random stuff. Like they have ping pong, they have corn, they have a cornhole league. So I mean, there, there's That's some fun. there's some really random stuff. But yeah, our, I think our biggest fault is that we have 17 people, so everyone has to kick that shows up, and everyone has to play in the field. So there's always a hole in our field because obviously all 17 people aren't decent, you know. Yeah. But uh, but overall it's a lot of fun and it's something I enjoy doing. So. I'll keep you guys in the loop, and hopefully we win a game this year. We have seven more shots to to be competitive. <laughs> I truly believe. I truly believe you guys will get at least two victories. I hope so. Well, Mike was saying uh, after we lost, I was like, Mike, give us a speech. We need to do something for next week. He was like, Well, here's the thing: for every week that you guys lose, we're doing another day of practice. So if you lose all your games, we're doing nine days of practice for a seven day week, and we're going. <laughs> I was like, That that's so ridiculous. But I don't know. He was talking about like. We're running gassers, and <laughs> it's, it's hilarious because I like it. I it's like kickball, it. right? So, for yeah, every I'm... goal, every score they they have, we have to do twenty thousand up downs. Yeah. Well, they were talking about uh, from now on, every run we let up, everyone takes a shot, and I'm like, yeah, we can't do that. Especially that would be awful. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. Like last night, you could have because of everyone being off today for the most part, unless you work at the uh, the Penn State golf course. Because they Ugh. love serving people on the 4th of July. It was probably a busy day for you guys. 
it was a very busy morning, an extremely yeah. busy morning. And then it kind of died off towards when I left, of course, you know, because mm-hmm. why would I just have the easy day? But no, I was going to say, why would people come when you're not there? That's also a good point. I like that better. <laughs> let's use that one. Yeah, let's let's roll with that. Yeah. But well, as we always do before moving into the bulk of the show, just a friendly reminder that we really do encourage you to to subscribe on any huh. of our podcast platforms. I need to change the verbiage on this because I tongue twist this every time I say it. The subscribe you always tongue tie. I always mess up subscribe, um, but doesn't help the what's onomatopoeia. That's definitely not right. I think <laughs> I think when both of you do the P's. intros, you both sound so professional and good. We're just gonna have you do all the intros from now yeah. on, Spike. Yeah, no. yeah, yep. Now that I'll, you said that, we'll Spike. Just, yeah. We'll just clap after every single one. Yep. So embarrassed. Yep. In fact, and in, in fact, Spike, we'll just ask you the questions and you just answer them and run the podcast. Okay. All right, guys. We'll see you. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what it's called when it's the same letter with multiple words. Alliteration. Yeah. Alliteration. Thank you. I said onomatopoeia. What's that? Is that one? Onomatopoeia <laughs> is like boom, kabow. Oh, it's wow. the sound. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and iHeartRadio now, which is exciting. Uh, leave us a review with what you like and don't like. All feedback's appreciated, yada, yada, yada. And, of course, if you have any ideas, let us know. Hit us up and slide in our DMs on our personal stuff or just hit us up on the Vacant House PC, Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, I guess. Uh, and speaking of providers, I wanted to give a shout out to Isaac Orndorff, who recommended we get on Google Podcast as well. So I've been going through this crazy process and I haven't talked to you too much about it, but Google Podcast requires you to have like, because it's Google, they have to make everything complicated. There's like all these different layers to being on in their platform. And it's not as easy as just like filling out info and clicking submit. It's like them being able to detect that your podcast is a podcast and that you're actually, it, it's just super weird. Uh, but it will be super cool when we get that done and you can go up to your Google home and be like, okay, Google play the vacant house podcast. And that would work. So that's really exciting. If we can like get all that worked out and it won't be any more of a hassle as it already has been. So that would be exciting awesome. stuff, exciting stuff coming through the pipeline, but moving into this past weekend. So I have a little bit down here about just talking about my move. And you guys all getting there on Friday night. But honestly, I feel like we just need to jump into the thick of things and talk about the beer fest. Like may- Maybe a little bit of the pregame, but like the beer fest was obviously the big happening this weekend. Um, so we talked about it last episode, but PNC, it, it's through a company separate from PNC, but they have this annual beer fest at PNC Park every year. It's been the last two years. It, I guess it just started. But there's a ridiculous amount of beers uh, and vendors, all sorts of different stuff to try. And oh what was the number? Like 150? <laughs> oh my god! Yikes! <laughs> you put that in the. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was like 150, maybe 200. <laughs> you got me all flustered now. I just got the joke. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we tried. We tried. We tried a lot of different beers. Um, <laughs> You're so of out of it right I, now. I, I don't even know. It's if, wait. You've if never I, heard of the word. You've never heard of the term mouth clip before. Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Nor did I expect that. Oh my god. Someone else start. I, I can't do here, this. Here. Yeah. I won't give like I won't give context. Context. I'll just give context. We have a Google Doc, so anytime we start laughing, it's probably because one of us typed something in the Google Doc, and that's why we're laughing. So you're welcome for the context. <laughs> Someone talk yeah. about the beer fest. I, okay, I let's talk about the this. beer fest. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we we got to kind of talk about the pregame a little bit at least so we're pregaming and our friend ben is clearly the most drunk out of all of us <laughs> we, so we had to uber over to pnc park in pittsburgh where the beer fest was held and we took separate ubers we get there and Bar- as Bargo was saying, there's over, what, 150 vendors or something like that? Something crazy, yeah. It, it's an cr- insane amount of vendors. And 
right like right away you either have a vip ticket or you don't have a vip ticket and the people that have a vip ticket get to go in and see basically more exclusive stuff i guess mm-hmm. yeah, well, also yeah, faster you get to the line faster. yeah and you get you get faster line coverage and all that so um yeah i mean bargo are you good now you can take over yeah sure so originally when this was all organized I, I made it. I wanted to double dip because I saw that if you had over 10 people, you'd get $10 off per ticket. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make this a thing where I invite everyone from work and I invite you guys and I invite Brittany. And then everyone just started trickling on to where I paid for 18 tickets. And I think by the time that all was said and done, our group of everyone that went to the beer fest that we were with at some point that night was like 22 to 24 people, which is absolutely incredible. Because I honestly felt like, I wish I would have, I felt like, okay, taking a step back. Having gone to the Beer Fest last year, and having pre-gamed for the Beer Fest last year, I knew that we should not have pre-gamed. Because you go to a Beer Fest to drink beer. You're getting your money's worth. You want to consume everything that's free, right? Yeah. So, we shouldn't have pre-gamed. That was strike one. But when you have 16 people hanging out at your house... You're going to be drinking beers. Yes. So I wish I would have had nothing to drink or I would have been more belligerent than I was because I felt like the entire time that we were there, we had so many people just like splattered all around at different times during the night where I felt like a babysitter and not like in a shout out to Aldo where he feels like he has to take care of everyone, but to the point where I was genuinely concerned that Ben was not going to be alive. <laughs> because ben was so ben got there so like like hayden said there were 10 of us or so that took ubers um from our place chad chad jess melina and then grace didn't come into the beer fest but they all came later because they didn't buy vip tickets which i told them to and i'm really mad about that because we could have been in the vip lounges longer um but and it probably would have made what's that did you're calling them out I'm calling him out. I have to. And I kind of blame Tommy for it, too, because he said he told them, but Chad said he didn't know and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but we get there, and I meet up with the guys from work, which is like another six, seven people. And we get there, and Ben immediately starts doing push-ups. <laughs> and, and, and Maddie looks at me, and she's like, is he okay? I'm like, I don't want to. Let's just go. <laughs> let's just go to the beer fest. I, li- I literally pulled Ben up. I was like, listen. You don't need to do 25 push-ups before you go. Like, there's no purpose for that, right? <laughs> so we end up having this huge group of people coming in. It starts pissing rain, like, bad, to where I was yeah. like, this this is going to suck. And it was probably raining for a total of 10, 12 minutes, and the field was soaking up that we weren't allowed to walk on the field, go in the dugouts, um, walk the outfield, which that, that kind of sucked, but... Overall, it's one of those things where I'm so glad we got VIP because there would have been it would have been a lot more hectic because last year when we went, we didn't have VIP and the lines were as long as we saw them um, during that night. Like they like the ones that we were standing by, which is like the icy and where we were just kind of like going in and out of those lines. uh, Once we got out of the VIP lounge where we met back up with Jess and Melina uh, and then Tommy and all those guys. Whenever we got there, those were the lines that I was used to from last year. But when the event started last year, everyone was getting drinks. And I'm talking, you're waiting 10, 15 minutes for, what, a, a six to eight ounce little mug of beer? Oh, that would suck. So that w- that definitely would suck. But toward the end of the event, once people felt like they were, they were drunk or whatever, they'd go down and try to run the bases and be stumbly and whatever. So they didn't have that. So there were obviously more people in line or hanging out. But uh, – but yeah, we went up to the VIP rooms, tried a lot of different things, um, had food. Ben doesn't remember eating food, but we, for the most part, we had food. Um, classic Pirates chicken tender baskets were, were the go-to. Um, we watched, I don't want to say we watched, I watched a girl piss herself in line, which, so. You got to tell the story. You got to tell I, I got to tell the story. So. It was at this point, it was me, Dom, Brittany, and Ben that we got. Brittany and Ben went to go get Ben food because we were hoping Ben 
ate something, so it would kind of sober up or not be completely blacked out the entirety of the beer fest, which I think he was anyway. Um, went to go get him food. I went to go find them then, and Dom was there. So we all went out and sat in the bleachers. And then I think one of you guys texted me, and I said, we're right outside in the bleachers. And then you guys were, what, like like a two, like a one or two-minute walk like across? You were in like the other section? Yeah, so you guys eventually yeah, came we, over. we did our own thing for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I walked down pretty far to try some other ones, mm-hmm. and that's when I called you. And mm-hmm. I was actually pretty far away. I, I, I yeah. almost had to come the entire way back. Mm-hmm. So I went back in to tell Maddie and Kobe and Jocelyn, who were all in line to get food, that we were all, that Dom and Brittany and uh, Ben and I had all gone outside. And as I was coming in, everyone was like leaned up against the wall. And the face that Kobe made was like someone died. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, just look. And it was this woman. She had a huge puddle. Like I'm talking, it was probably... Oh God, I'm terrible with estimation. It's probably a hundred ounces of piss on the floor. It was a lot of piss, like a sizable puddle. I know. Like very, very noticeable. You couldn't miss it. Yeah. And her pants, she had jean shorts on and the entirety, you had that big circle that it's like obvious that there, she was pissing herself. And Kobe said, I was was talking to him. I was like, what, what happened? Like, why is, why did she just piss herself? And he was like, she was, she was right behind front of us in the line. And she kept going up and saying, I want the combo. I want the combo. And the guy was like, do you want the burger combo? Do you want the chicken header combo? What do you want? And she's like, I want the combo. And then she just started pissing herself. So they called security and stuff. But the, the craziest part to me was once she got her food, she just walked away like nothing happened because she honestly wasn't in the right mindset to where she even knew she was pissing herself. Went and put uh, honey mustard or ketchup or whatever condiments on her chicken chicken strips and then she just walked away like nothing happened and i guess they weren't going to arrest her until she left which to me is like because it's public urination yeah it is to me it's like yeah you're going to cause a scene but you got to arrest her now because you're not going to get her later it's not like there's going to be someone following her around and and maybe that's the case but i feel like you're not going to have one security guard following one person for the rest of the night until they leave so just like stalking him. Yeah. So I don't know how that all situation devolved, but that was something else. And then yeah, we just tried a bunch of different drinks. We played cornhole at one point, went down to like the main uh not the grandstands. And yeah, tried a bunch of different know. stuff. Is it the concourse? Is that what it's called? Concourse, yeah. Yep. That yeah. sounds right. But what I thought was unbelievable about the concourse, they were doing the silent auction thing and some of the prices they were charging oh, for yeah. the stuff was crazy. Yeah. Like there was a signed Saquon Barkley jersey that was going for like $500. Someone bid 500 And the the most ridiculous one I saw, there was this uh, poster of Tom Brady along with replica Super Bowl rings and someone bid $4,500. Oh my gosh. And they were a replica? replica? Yeah, they were re- like they were replica Super Bowl rings. So like they're the actual Super Bowl ring, but it was just like a replica. They're not worth anything really. That's just nuts. Like that's that crazy. Is. But you know why they do that? Because people are drunk and they're just gonna throw money down. Do you yeah. think? Do you think that? So let's say you got really blackout drunk and you wrote forty five hundred down for those replica rings and a Tom Brady jersey or whatever it was. Do you think there's any way you can backpedal out of that? Because it's just – I could write down your name and put $10,000. I think – I'm guessing there's some way out of it, but I yeah. don't know if by you, like, signing your name there is, like, legally binding. Right. I can't imagine if they it would could, be. And if they could, like, sue you for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't imagine it would be just due to the fact that, like, you could just say someone else signed your name because you could literally just walk up. It wasn't like you had to uh, – put any sort of like use your ID or put any sort of thing down. You just went and wrote your name. But well, they did that. What was that? Was it the office that they, they had that where Dwight, like literally just bid on everything and won everything. And he had no idea what a silent auction was. <sighs> I don't think like, he was, I don't think he was legally binded, you know, like, like he had to, but yeah. Cause the like, office is real life. Spike. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Oh boy. You know what real life is? Lewistown Paper Company. A real paper company. Amen. I love it. I agree. Oh, Spike, calm down. 
<laughs> you can't even see me. I could see your face through the computer screen. <laughs> so like I've already I've obviously talked about how drunk and lost Ben was, how we couldn't find him for most of the event. Uh, at one point, Burnick, we were going to find Ben. So Ben said he was in right field on the concourse. And I said I was in left field on the concourse. And <laughs> quit typing stuff in here. I can't. I'm losing my train of thought. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's supposed to be about independence today. And you guys are, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Exactly. We should be free to type what we want. Oh, don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I do remember the First Amendment free speech. Mm-hmm. But Bargo also has the Second Amendment to shoot us. <laughs> also true. Right to bear arms. But no, right we were, we were supposed to go arms. find Burnick. And we were supposed to go find Ben, and I took Burnick. And Burnick ran into a girl, and he was he hugged her, and he was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in forever. And I was like, oh, is this one of your friends from high school? And she was he was like, no, we went to elementary school together. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. What? He's like, yeah, we went to elementary school together, grade school together. It was a lot of fun. I haven't seen her forever. I'm like, that's just, to me, I don't know. It's hard to believe like picture, that. Picture that. Picture, like, you haven't seen a girl since literally elementary school. You haven't seen, you haven't talked to her. And you see her at PNC, and you have the balls to just go up and hug her after, what? We've been out of college for a year now out of high school for five years think how long it's been since elementary school and you just go up and just hug her yeah yeah probably even more than that that shows how sloshed everyone was yeah like that's just crazy i i can't imagine i can't imagine what her what her like in her mind she was thinking Mm -hmm. yeah that was an absolutely ridiculous sight to see because i was with peps and he was like they must be really close. And I'm like, I don't know. Burnick's pretty drunk. <laughs> it could just be a random girl that he thinks looks like someone else. But You got to love it, though. Oh, you have to. You have to. And Burnick was very animated later in the night. No, he wasn't. No way. <laughs> I have to say it. Say it. Burnick puked in my bathroom. Oh. He unvirginized my bathroom of uh. throw off. And the worst part about it is... He puked in, not in the toilet, not on the ground, not in the sink, in my tub where all my medicine is. Like, I'm talking razor, but I hadn't unpacked anything yet. So, all of your bathroom stuff. All my bathroom stuff was in that bin. And that's did you where throw, Did you landed. throw the stuff out? Hell no, I'm cheap. I washed it off. I threw it back oh, in there. Oh, Bargo, that's disgusting, bro. Dude, I'm not throwing away. It's not like he puked inside my toothpaste. You threw out the razors, though, right? Well, all the razors had the protective things on them. Oh, God. No. So, so we're, we're obviously making this more of a big deal than it was. Like, it's a big deal that he, he puked in there, and he apologized for it and everything. But it really wasn't all that much, and it was more so on, like, outside containers of things. So, like, contact, like, the – you guys don't wear contacts, do you? No. No. They're like the the little paper containers that have the actual contacts in them. So like I just I pitched all of those and I still have the little you individual. You puked on the contact containers. Well, I mean, not oh. not the ones you put your contacts in. Yeah, but I know, but fake, I'm talking yeah, about the, the little the box. boxes. Yeah, that sucks. Yes, I threw those away and now I have all of them in a bag. And I also found out I'm glad I'm not glad it happened. I'm glad I put all my shit away <laughs> because I have like three left contacts. And like 27 right contacts. I don't know how that works. Yeah, how did you how'd you manage I, to do that? What? Dude, I have no idea. Have you been using your left contacts for your right eyes this no, entire time? I don't think so. I So the worst part about this is when I had the boxes, I was able to just look on the side, the date it was issued, the prescription. Because my, my prescriptions changed a few times since, obviously, I... Some of those I probably got like junior year of high school. So it's changed. Not significantly, but it's changed. So I wear a negative four in my right eye and I wear a negative three five in my left eye. That's the last I saw it. And I have 27 negative four contacts. So I might have used to wear a four in my left eye, but now they are, they're all considered my right contacts. 
the worst part about it is they don't mark if it's a right or a left contact. You just have to remember. You've been wearing left contacts your entire life, haven't you? Wouldn't that suck, right? Two lefties. (laughs) You could be seeing so much better. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about sight. Brittany has the worst eyes in the entire world, and she refuses to admit it. She she has glasses yeah. and she has contacts, but she can't She's even see like, like she can't even see like thirty feet in front of her. It's bad. I was like, She's a stubborn little thing, isn't she? She is, yeah. She's something. <laughs> but But you fit. love her very much. I love her to the moon and back. Oh, that's just cute. That's, that's so cute. <laughs> so adorable. I hope to be it's you, like, Bargo. It's like a live So notebook. cute. Favorite beers from the beer fest. <laughs> I mean, I think we all have the same favorite. Yeah. The clear, clear favorite was icy mango icy or peach. icy peach. <laughs> icy peach. Icy peach. Icy peach, but doesn't even explain exist, that one, Bargo. But it's still Bargo's favorite. So, we went to the Pittsburgh Brewing Company's stand, which is Iron City, Iron City Light, and they had what was the fruity beer? summer i looked it up yeah it was summer something right yeah it was some like big fruity like summer brew yeah that sounds right that sounds right something like that um don't at me no the uh the other one was icy light mango and to me it tastes like peach so i i wrote up my little instagram caption being all cute and i mentioned icy light peach and first off aaron michaels comment on it jared's brother and was like Oh, dude, I can't believe they make ice like peach. It's awesome. <laughs> and literally, like a minute later, Hayden texted me. He's like, hey, just, just letting you know, we, ice like peach isn't a thing. We all had ice like mango. So I'm like, oh, bullshit. Like, they must have been trying something new. And it was 100% ice like mango. But <laughs> so I messaged Aaron and I was like, hey, I deleted his comment. And I was like, hey, Aaron, it doesn't exist. <laughs> I lied. That's, that's on me. I lied. And he was like, dude, you got my hopes up so much. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you owe him $100,000 now. Well, I, I was like, dude, just just go get Icy Light Mango because it tastes like peach. <laughs> <laughs> Which you guys don't think it does, but it totally does. I don't it, think it, it does. I, mean, I don't think it does, but hey, to each his own. Mm-hmm. I identify as a tree. You're being very fruitist right now. You How can I be you... fruitist if I'm a tree? Fruitism. This is just... Class A fruitism. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. I'm literally right after Pride Month, Bargo. Shout out to Barry McCockner. Yeah, right after Pride Month. Are you freaking kidding me? Who? Nobody. Barry McCockner. Okay. Everybody follow Barry McCockner on Twitter. It sounds like he has a beautiful name. He He's literally, like a, so he real quick, stupid shit. real quick, this is how like popular Barry McCockner is. So he's a guy on Twitter who just does, who just like posts the most ridiculous stuff ever. He'll change his avatar and his name to like, for example, like Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. And literally people will think that it's literally Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. So the other day um, he was Adrian Wojnarowski, which is the, uh, like the Basque NBA insider. Mm-hmm. And he posted, like, sources tell ESPN that, did you guys see this? They did it on Mm. first take with Skip Bayless. He said, sources tell ESPN that James Harden and Chris Paul were fighting because Chris Paul said James Harden's man boobs were too big. (laughs) And and James Harden was crying over it. And literally, so many people thought there was actually this Adrian Wojnarowski guy that Skip Bayless on, on a first things first or first take sorry first take mm-hmm. whatever that is first thing what, what's the undisputed undisputed on fs1 say, literally take, i think it's colin coward right yeah um literally said to santa sharp did you hear about james harden getting mad at chris paul for saying his man boobs are too big it made national news <laughs> so wow. follow barry mccockiner he is hilarious he's just a huge um, troll just a huge troll and it's so funny and anybody who gets like annoyed or offended at it or doesn't think it's funny is just trying to be that person or they're james harden and chris paul or they're james harden and chris paul which <laughs> even if i'm them i think i still think that's hilarious yeah that's too funny so and, i mean I'm his, his he has a lot of followers name, and i mean his freaking name barry mccockiner yeah is that actually barry. his real name though oh uh, barry no. Mc- yeah okay that makes sense yeah no that's not his real name nobody knows the- who he actually is <laughs> Bargo, do you understand what Barry McCockiner stands for? No. 
Oh. Say it real slow. Barry Mahcock in. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? Don't follow him. Don't follow him. Yeah, never follow mind. Him. If you're a Christian, don't, don't follow, follow him. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um. So let's talk about post-Beer Fest. And let's talk about how you looked at me, Bargo, and go, well, first of all, I've been, I was having back issues the entire beer fest, of course. So like, I felt paralyzed. <laughs> there was mm-hmm. at one point where I just had to sit down for like a half hour because it was just like too much. Mm-hmm. And it was towards the end of the night. We got our pictures taken and like uh, in front of the outfield, right? In the outfield wall. Mm-hmm. I think That's so. Terrible picture. Yeah, it was actually a great picture. And it also, was picture. like, you have a bet to keep up with. Um, Anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I, Bargo looks at me and says, well, as we've told you, Ben had one crazy of a night. Oh, wait, did we tell the lost Ben story? Yes. We yes. didn't know where okay. he was, and then we went to go find him. But yeah. we, he, was, he was unaccounted for for, like, two hours. Right. And you looked at me and said, you need to get Ben home if you're going yeah. home. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, so Ben and I left about an hour before, or an hour before, an hour or two before you guys actually got home, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we weren't out long. Yeah. But after that, there were, there was a crazy sequence of events and I'll let you guys take care of that because Tequila Cowboy was not my area. Barker, go ahead, buddy. No, you got it, Spike. I got it. Yeah, you got it. I mean, Tequila Cowboy was fun. Um, what is it like? It's only like two or three blocks away from PNC, right? Yeah, it was like a five minute walk. I was gonna say, yeah, it didn't feel like we were walking very long at all. It was very cool place, very different. Um, a lot of different bars inside of one major bar, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, like little stations almost. Like one had like kind of like a beach vibe, another one like a nineties vibe or whatever you want to call it. It's uh, like it's the airport like- of bars. Yeah, it's like the airport or like the secrets of bars. If anybody's mm-hmm. been to Secrets in Ocean City, where you know couple beach bars a couple just like regular bars and then like a nightclub area but i uh, know this place was a lot of fun um we actually saw someone we graduated with i won't say her name but we actually saw someone we graduated with there um mm-hmm. tommy fell off the platform which was absolutely hilarious i'm glad he's okay but uh picture like a three foot platform two and a half foot platform to like step up on to dance and we're like we're da- we're dancing you know some of the people we were we were with but we're like on the very edge. So I was I was aware that like I'm on the edge. I can't like get too crazy. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kinda, you know, lean and rock with it. Tommy just I don't know what he did, but he just <laughs> fell backwards onto everybody. The beer went flying everywhere. Poor guy. Woke hmm. up with a couple bruises, but uh he lived to tell about it. So that's it. That was great. <laughs> Well, Tommy also pushed someone off of the platform, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so we so we get there. We get again. It was me, him, and a couple other people, and they went up to dance, and it was just me and Tommy. And, and obviously, we were with these people, so we wanted to go up with them. And as soon as like we went to step up with them, this guy just like steps in front of us and starts like dancing with them, and the people are just like, "We, we don't really want this guy." But and so he obviously Tom, saw you guys walking yeah, up. Yeah, like them. he saw. Yeah, he was like looking at us. He's like dancing and look. I'm pretty sure he was really drunk because he kind of had those eyes of like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but he just was like dancing. So I was just gonna let it go, but Tommy just like in the most passive aggressive way, like threw him out. Like he just walked up, put his hand on his shoulder, and started whispering to him. And I'm like, man, what's going on? And as he's whispering, he's using his right hand to like motion him to leave. Mm-hmm. A minute after he's doing that, this kid leaves, and Tommy's like still talking to him, but like clearly like not very friendly. And the other kid, I don't think, said a word the entire time. I think he was just that drunk. Mm-hmm. But hey, we won the argument, even though I wasn't part of it, and we we got to dance on the platform. Yep, there you go. That was my perspective of the night, and then I was looking for you, Bargo, to get me another drink, and you disappeared. So I appreciate that. So, like Spike said, there's a lot of different bars within tequila cowboy and i walked back with tommy spike and the girls um minus Brittany, nate maya and peps and burnick because they were supposed to be right behind us and i i walk over on with spike and those guys and i didn't go like 
up onto the platforms, like in like the mix of things, I was kind of stepped back. Uh, and I looked back behind me and there was no one. So I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So I waited like three or four minutes for any of those guys to come in and they must've just all got completely lost. So I went to go find them and I actually ran into Bruno who we went to, we went to college with Bruno. Bruno's working on, uh, that busy mobile app with me. So we, we talk a lot, but I never, you never see Bruno out. It's a rare occasion to see Bruno out. So it was cool to see him. And then I just kind of lost track of time. I found everyone, everyone else. And then I think we moseyed our way over to like the left side of the stage. And that's whenever you texted me, Spike, asking where we were. And, yeah. I, and I was like, look left. And I waved up and we were like right beside each other at that point. Yeah. But I said my favorite bar was the one because we didn't even go to one of the areas. The area like straight back when you walked in, you know how we went and got our drinks and that like. You went straight, and then you looked up at the left, and it was like that elevated bar area. Yeah. If you would have kept going straight, that was another bar, and that's oh, like an 80s okay. bar. Uh, so the bathrooms are, and then it's like an 80s bar, I think. Um, but my favorite one was the one you guys were at, but that place always gets completely crowded. Oh, it was! I was shocked that we, we had a place on the stage. Like I, I was mm-hmm. absolutely shocked because it was so packed, and there was like a line, and somehow we just made our way up in front of everybody and just got our own like little square. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like anytime we go out, we do things like that because if you hold on, my dog's going to cry here in a second. One second. <laughs> His dog is sad. Uh, Annie. Oh, poor Annie. Annie. Okay. So <laughs> she, she always crawls like up the steps and cries at the door. If the door is closed and I knew she was going to like, she started crawling out there and I said, Annie down. But anyway, it always seems like whenever we go out, we always find like a very cool place. Uh, last year when we went to secrets, we were right beside the stage. Do you remember that? Yeah. And, and the DJ, there was a DJ and the stage and we were right beside him and we couldn't have had a better view. of. It was almost like we had a little VIP section. because we, we were overlooking the crowd. We were overlooking mm-hmm. the crowd. We had like a railing to lean up on and we, our backs were literally 15 feet away from the bar. It was like nobody knew that this little like side section was there and we all found it and just like parked there. Like at least two of us were there the entire night, Wh- whether or not it wasn't the same people, but at least two of us from the group like pretty much held that spot the entire night. Well, do you guys remember the uh, the guy who was like the tech for that band who was working yeah. out of that van was like talking to us the entire time? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was very. Uh, it did feel like a VIP area. Well, speaking. That was, yeah. What's that? I was just gonna add that was where Trone tried to fight those dudes because oh, they were talking yeah. to Brittany and Kate, and I was in the bathroom <laughs> and I came back and you guys had like, you guys were holding back. Tron and I was like, "What is going on?" And Trim was like, "Yeah, this guy tried to like get with Britney, and everyone was just shaking their head. No, like that guy was just being cool and just dancing with everyone. Like, uh. it was hilarious because I saw that going on, and I literally for like an hour I went by myself and just danced in the crowd. Like the crowd, like the crowd that you guys were overlooking, I went uh. by myself and just started dancing. In there. It was awesome. Yeah, I think we lost you at one point. Like that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Well, I could see you guys the entire time, so that mm-hmm. that's why it was easy. It was like, all right, I'm just gonna go here. I know where they're at. Nice. But speaking of Ocean City, we'll be going there in a couple weeks. Yeah. I'm stoked. Dude, I'm, I'm pumped. I still hey. don't know. Hayden, Hayden, ex- explain real quick. And then Bargo, sorry about that, Bargo. Hayden, explain real quick how, I know you should be, you're fruitist. <laughs> explain how lucky we got with this uh, with this um, Airbnb or whatever it is. Okay, so we we decided to plan our vacation in April, right? I believe that's when I sent out the text like, hey, yeah. summer's coming, so we should start planning. Well, planning was the worst process ever because getting every, getting more than eight people to schedule a vacation together is really tough with all those conflicting schedules, especially now that everyone is working. Um, so I'm looking on Airbnb, and we finally decide on a, a set of dates that would work. And I'm looking on Airbnb, and I literally scroll down to the very bottom like of the recommendations, and I see this condo. And it said it's a super host, which means he's super reliable and he's he's a very good host and he keeps the place clean, which is amazing. And I clicked on it and we got for four nights or three nights and four days, we got um, eight bedrooms, a whole kitchen, washer and dryer, all the works in a, 
uh, and I believe we're on the second floor of the condo. It's like a house and both floors are a different condo. So we might have crappy neighbors. I don't know, but um, we get to have a whole house to ourselves, eight beds, which is perfect for the amount of people that are going because we have couples and stuff like that. Um, And we ended up only having to pay like 125 bucks a person, which is incredible for a thousand for a thousand dollar vacation and splitting it between 10 people. It's like 125 bucks or something like that. So we kind of lucked into it and, and we're right in the middle of like everything. All, all the boardwalk bars are right there. Our favorite bar shenanigans is right there. And then mm. secrets is the bus stop is literally right outside of our condo. And we can take the bus if we really wanted to, instead of Ubering to secrets. So that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's just super, it's super lucky because if you plan that like soon, Mm-hmm. especially in the dog days of summer when most people are going to go be going on vacation, that kind of place on that kind of location is just like extremely it, difficult it, to come by. And it's already like, I'm, I was so surprised it wasn't already booked because it was and, already almost like it was already spring. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. like we, you know, it was still kind of winter. Yeah. Like, no, like it was already almost may Yeah, places like that. People usually plan out their vacation a year ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it worked out that it, it was actually just the days that we were planning on going anyway. It worked out perfectly that that like those days were open in the middle of July. So it's perfect. So, so I didn't know that there were people that were going to be below us. It There might be. I don't know. I'm sure there will be somebody below us. They better be but cool. I hope, I hope it's a, another set of young kids. That would be I hope good, it's a good. group just like us. Yeah. The, the role is, though, no partying, but, you know. I mean, I'm sure Bob's not going to be up our ass the whole day because, yeah. yeah, I think people's definition of partying differs. Like to me, partying isn't like just chilling and drinking some beers, but to some people that is partying. I think partying is blasting music, inviting random yeah. people. Like that's kind of what we want to. Think. We'll, no. we'll be listening to music, but not blasting it. We'll be just be listening right. to John Mayer. Exactly, and who doesn't listen? Who doesn't listen to music at the beach? Like, come on! Yeah. Even if you're, yeah. even if you're with your family, yeah, I, I could see if it's like eleven o'clock at night and we're blasting music, and then I could see why someone might complain, especially if it's like a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I really doubt our host Bob is going to be very restrictive, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't even live in Ocean City. I think it's just like a rental house, like one of his summer homes or something like that. Yeah. So it'll be nice that and and like he doesn't give us a key to get in. It's by keypad. We'll type in the keypad. Mm. So nice. I I don't even think he's gonna be there. Uh, not that that gives us an excuse to trash his house, but you know what I mean. It's it's more of a trust thing at that point. And Bob's been super helpful. And any question I ask him, he's super. He he answers either the, the same day or the next day, and it's been pretty easy working with him. So we lucked into a good host and a good uh, condo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I know everyone else that is going is, is super excited about it. It should be a, a really good time. It's a bummer that Kate can't come. Yeah. But yeah. I mean that and to be honest, Kate, that was your fault. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, Kate, Kate knows it. I mean, it's it's one thing if something comes up like I Poor don't know, girl. a month after we book it, but it's her boyfriend's birthday. That's a weekend you should have thought about, you know? And I told I told Kate that. I was like, Come on, Kate. But yeah, yeah, it should still be a good time. She'll she'll hook up with us next year in terms of hopping on and wow, that came out really bad. Yeah, I, I man, every <laughs> sentence. She'll link up with us next year for the beach, and we will go to yeah. the beach together and hang out and drink and have fun. That was good. Is that, that better? Was that yeah, better? that was a lot better. Perfect. Yeah, she'll she'll hook up with us and you know hop and on, hop on. Us and, and sit on us and all that. Yikes! So, yikes! You know, yikes! Yikes! Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Thank goodness Mouth we're closed. free. <laughs> Good lord. Boy, oh boy. I love it. What else happened? Oh, we got to talk about uh, Denny's, right? Denny's what happened twice. to Denny's? Denny's twice. <laughs> Denny's twice. Well, just the fact that Denny's was the happening place. It was bomb. What we was you guys' M- Who or what was you guys' MVP from the weekend? Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, I Spike, already have mine. you. I'm the MVP. Oh, for sure. Oh, boy. <laughs> explanation, please. Yeah, we need an explanation, Hayden. Well, then, my 
my explanation is mouth clitoris. See, that makes okay. it – hold on, hold on. You need to not specify, but like that just okay. sounds so bad. Like, okay. That sounds so, like – my Spike, parents listen to this. I did okay. not do anything, guys. Spike didn't do anything. Thank Spike you. literally did nothing. Connor um, did nothing but I wrong. think Spike – I think Spike actually had the most fun out of all of us, though. You were super into it, and you drank a ton of beer, and you really enjoyed your time in Pittsburgh because you're a true Pittsburgh fan. I and am. I think, like, and I think we realized, like, oh, we need to get out of shitty old Mifflin County. Well, it was <laughs> let's cool give it up because... to Spike, true Yenzer. Yay! It was it was cool though because <laughs> I actually never like felt too bad though. Like it was it was I felt mm. good the entire day, and a place like that. Like you can easily go overboard because oh, yeah. you're literally drinking. I would say, I would say, um, if they filled that cup up that we got, it would be three full gulps. Yeah. Pretty much like two, two and a half yeah. to three gulps, yeah. like nothing like serious. Um, mm-hmm. which leads you to believe that you can drink more. Well, you can drink more, but if you have 50 of those, that equals like a six pack of beer. Um, mm-hmm. and you can get it right away. It's not like you have to wait when you're in the VIP. So I was, I was proud of pretty much all of us because. All of us, except for like two, were fine the entire day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And what you got to think about too, with like the beer fest and the portions and stuff, it's all mind game because you think about like when you're drinking. Not that you, not that everyone like religiously is like, okay, I had one beer, I had one beer, I had a yeah, glass of no. wine. Like yeah. you're not counting. But my my head and and just to kind of explain when you you guys have done power hours. Have you ever done a power hour with a shot glass? No. Have you ever done a power hour, Spike? No. Oh my god, we have to do a power hour. She said, "Yeah." So like, yeah. Should we do a power hour at the beach? We should. I'm about it. Yeah. But I think everyone, for the most part, knows what a power hour is. But if you don't, it's essentially you find a video on YouTube, and it's where it changes. Like it's just different music plans. You can do like a '90s power hour, a '2000s power hour. I've seen a. childhood cartoons power hour which is theme songs from old cartoons and uh and i played games too where you have something like that and every time it changes you drink but i've also played where like with the cartoons one we played at uh one of the isdr potluck events that the first person to guess it got to hand out another drink so that got like really really dangerous really fast but a lot of those that i did in college you would just drink every time it changed and it was like everyone for the most part like just you take a sip right but when you actually have to measure it out and you have the shot glass, you're pretty much in that hour you're drinking and you're drinking only like every minute or 30 seconds, you're drinking like seven, eight beers. So it, it adds up really quick. And it's just the mind game of you going up there and getting this, what you think is a small glass is deceptively large. It's larger than you think it would be. But it's also the fact that you're just going over and over and over again, like you're definitely not keeping track of that. So it's really easy for someone to go overboard like Spike said, because if you, especially if you're getting like, I don't know, Jim Beam and yeah, all sorts of different like liquors. I heard a rumor, not to go off topic. I heard a rumor yesterday that there was a big fire at the Jim Beam factory. Yeah, yeah, and I they that. lost like tons and tons. It was of, like 450 barrels or something. Yeah, which they're saying that Jimmy might no longer be a thing. So I oh, guess. Yeah. Go on eBay and buy. If you love Jim Beam, go on eBay and buy a ton of Jim Beam, or go and buy out your local store. Exactly. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Worst case, sucks. you have a lifetime supply of something you like. Orga, what was your MVP? So I have two MVPs. Yeah. First MVP was Maya for putting up with Burnick's shit. Amen. You the real MVP. Yeah, Maya is the MVP. That's true. Maya, I completely forgot about that. Maya was called Mia by Drunk Tommy. She was called. Amanda and Manda. Amanda and Manda by by Burnick. And Burnick was very persistent at the end of the night trying to get Maya to talk to Ben, even though Ben was just slumped. Like and Ben was not having anything. Burnick was just like <laughs> way too plastic. It was hilarious. Um my other MVP was Tommy, because Tommy single handedly helped these girls, these fifty year old women, yeah, win their bachelorette party. So I'll hop into that story real quick. So Tommy, I lost, we were all sitting down, we got our pictures taken. And then, uh, for a little bit, it was Burnick and Tommy talking to like these mid forties, early fifties women. And I was like, Oh boy, they're just, they're just being them. Let them do their thing. 
and Tommy leaves for a while with him. And I'm like, oh my God, what the, what's Tommy doing? And he comes back and we're all like, where'd he go? And he was like, guys, I got a story for you. No. And he had a snap. I don't know who took the Snapchat, but I think it was Nate, Nate or Maya. It was Maya. And it was Tommy. He was like, so, uh, these women are in a bachelorette party and they get points if someone took off their boxers or briefs and signed them and gave them to them. And they were like, we'll give you whatever. We just really want to win this. So they offered him their ultra VIP pass, which would have been cool because you get access to like the best room, which I don't really even think is that much better than any of the other ones because the lines aren't there anyway. But this was like 45 minutes before the event ended. So it's not even really worth anything. So Tommy was like, yeah, let's do it. And he went up and took off his boxers, signed them, gave them to these women. The women left. And Tommy just went without, he went commando for the rest of the night. <laughs> which is like, you got to praise the guy. You do. none you of do. us would do it. <laughs> but man, it's like, I will say this from this weekend. There were a lot of fantastic videos. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm talking like videos that I can always, I can just have as a favorite in my phone. And if I'm having a bad day, Burnick video. Man. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad that I was rolling. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Third MVP is snuck for recording as much yeah. as he did that night. Agreed. Agreed. And those are my, those are my three MVPs. I, I have one. Like? I have one okay. MVP. Okay. Uh, my MVP goes out to my boy, John Mayer. Yeah. Okay. My boy, John Mayer yeah. was with me the entire week and he serenaded me to sleep. He soothed me when I awoke. Um, and in the middle of the day when I was feeling down, he, he, he brought me back to life. John Mayer, you are my MVP for this past weekend. I love you. Amen. Thank you. John Mayer, if you're listening to this. Please give know. us a share. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer, us, please. Can, you, can you be a guest on our show, John Mayer? I'm going to keep saying John Mayer, John Mayer. John, John Mayer. Mayer. Realistically, John Mayer had one good song. What? Whoa. 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 <laughs> you're disgusting. Whoa. You were such a fruitist and a I musicist. Oh, yeah. I wanted to get a reaction on this bike. He, and boy, did I get one. He, the two songs from this past weekend that we listened to nonstop because one just like was real and the other one was just kind of like chill and kind of just made you like, uh, uh, you know? So one was, I guess I just feel like if you haven't listened to that song, it might make you sad, but it's very, very true. The other one that kind of like made you like chill and feel good, of course, is go to gravity. I mean, come on, you cannot beat gravity by John Mayer. It's really good. Well, and what, what's funny about gravity is I know I was dead ass tired on Friday night because I moved everything and I go up to bed and I was like, I feel bad for these guys that I'm going to bed semi early and they all just got here. And it was like 30 minutes after I was up here and I turn everything off and I turn the light off and I hear you singing gravity. <laughs> Me? And yeah, you guys oh, were all it. singing. And it wasn't like, uh, wow, these guys need to stop. But I was like, Hold. you, Ben, and Snook, like all three of you guys were just like having the time of your life. Ben fell asleep with those neon green sunglasses I gave him. Yeah. On his yeah, face. He fell, he fell asleep with those on, and we literally fell asleep to John Mayer Radio. In fact, we woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning, and it was still playing. <laughs> what was the uh, What was the station you were playing that was making Peps mad? The calming music. <laughs> Calming, calming music, music. and it was like dun 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 This video is when Tommy jumps on Peps and Peps goes, "I fucking hate this house." Yeah, that was uh, that was, that was hilarious. Awesome. That was awesome. I convinced Tommy to go over and and punch Peps, and he didn't punch him, punch him, but like he ran up to him fast with his fist, and his fist touched his face. And uh, yeah, afterwards, <laughs> Hayden had a long video. It's it's, just, it's funny too because Tommy went up and did that, and then he immediately like laid on Peps and like closed yeah. his eyes. So like you can't even be mad. And Peps is like, that was uh, I hate that this was house. Tommy's last movement of the night before he went up to bed. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't move until we got back from breakfast. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> which is quite some time. So, well, it was a great weekend. No one's denying that fact. And I'm excited to have you guys up here at some point again soon. It'll be, you're always welcome. It'll be a banger as always. Thank you so much. With less people, for sure. Um, I don't think we're ever going to duplicate that. I mean, the beach is in what, three weeks? Three, four weeks? Yeah. Yes, sir. So that that's yep. coming up, and I'm sure we'll do something similar because I can't imagine we won't have stories after that. Uh, you know we will. You know we'll be yeah. bringing them to this podcast. Absolutely. So for this one, we're going to wrap it up. As always, hit us with a like and a follow at Vacant House PC on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Let's keep the reviews flowing. Let us know how we're doing. Keep giving us feedback. We appreciate it. Statistics have been super good lately. You guys are engaged. You guys are listening. Just love to see comments and suggestions, anything you guys could possibly give us to help us know what you like better. So again, for all of us, thanks for listening and keep those thoughts alive. Mm-hmm.